podcast is not affiliated with, nor does it speak on behalf of any company, organization, or firm. This is based on the personal experiences and opinions of two individual professionals. Welcome to our podcast, Decoding Corporate America. I am Erica. And I am Sashala. This is episode five, The Power of Leveraging Your Network. Such a great topic this week. And to help us decode this, we have our friend, Jared Spencer, who we have known for a couple years and has taught Erica and I a lot about executive presence. And we've also worked on some great networking events together. So true. Oh, my God. So let me get into his bio. Jared Spencer is an executive director in the corporate communications department of the largest bank in the U.S., He began his career as a management consultant and has spent the last seven years in the financial services industry. He serves on the leadership team of Open Finance, the network of LGBT employee groups in the financial services industry, and is a member of the major gifts committee for the largest museum in the U.S., Wait a minute, Jared, what have we not covered here? Amazing. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're you're making me sound very fancy. And, you know, I I really feel like I'm adulting successfully now. (laughs) Seriously, the master networker here that we have. All right. So let's get into it. Jared, were you always great at networking? The short answer to that is no. Um, The longer answer really begins with the fact that I'm an introverted person, and that means interpersonal interactions, which that's the core of networking, right? Those interpersonal Uh interactions consume my energy, and extroverts gain energy from those same interactions. So, you know, with that context, my default method of operating is to keep my head down, do my job. And that means not going out of my way to network. So just to give you an example of where I started from, um, when I was in college, I worked in the U.S. headquarters of a massive global conglomerate. And I say that because there were that meant there were a lot of networking opportunities. But did I take advantage of them? No. <laughs> um, I kept my head down. I just did my job. And then I got to May of my senior year and realized, oh, man, I have no job when I graduate. And um, that was just because I I was not networking. Wow. You know what? I want to go on to the next question, but I'm just going to go a little bit out of order because this brings up a really valid point. It was a question that we received from our DM. And the question was, how can I learn to embrace networking when I hate it and think it is a bit contrived and disingenuous. Mm, that part. <laughs> that part. No, I hear that. Well, I, this is a great question because it sounds like something that I would have been asking myself, I mean, 15 years ago. So mm-hmm. it it also shows that networking can mean so many different things. And that's why I think it's great that this podcast is called Decoding Corporate America because we really do speak in code. So um, you just take them. And and acronyms. acronyms, yes. <laughs> Are you sure that decode is not an acronym? You never know. Um, <laughs> so maybe just to take a minute to define what networking means to me. Um, it's really talking to people I'm not required to talk to in order to earn my paycheck. So 
my boss or the people who work for me or my clients, that doesn't count. Mm-hmm. But the question was the right one, which is how, how do I embrace that? And so for me, it really comes down to changing my mindset and I'll give a couple of examples, but you know, the, the, the first part of the mindset change was to realize that I'm actually doing the other person a favor by reaching out to them to network. And here's what I mean. Everyone, even if they're in the C-suite, they still want to expand their network. So if you take Uh the initiative to connect with them, you're not just expanding your own network, you're expanding theirs. So Mm -hmm. start by realizing your own value to them. And it doesn't have to be that you are going to change their business strategy. So for me, um, that value that I might bring could be as simple as the fact that I can help the other person understand the bank where I work, or I can provide unique perspective as a gay man or as a millennial on an Mm -hmm. issue that they're facing. And honestly, sometimes maybe I'm just giving them warm, fuzzy feeling because we went to the same college. Um, So realize your own value. The other way that I learned to embrace networking is that I realized how flattered I feel when someone reaches out to me to network. Um, You know, you both reached out to me to participate in your podcast. That's Mm -hmm. networking. And I'm thrilled and honored to be asked. Um, So that mindset changed for me when I registered for my college's alumni network. And so several times a month for the past few years, a current student will reach out to want to discuss a career in finance or what it's like to be openly gay on Wall Street or something Uh else that I have some knowledge they want. And, you know, guess what? It doesn't matter that now I'm in a relatively senior place in my career. I never feel annoyed and I never feel that those conversations are a waste of my time. I honestly feel grateful someone thought it would be valuable to talk to me. But maybe let's get tactical for a moment. uh, Because I think, you know, how do you actually do this? And so as an introvert, I have, (laughs) you know, an extra (laughs) barrier to overcome because I don't (laughs) love to walk into an event and clap people on the back and start handing out business cards. Oh, my God. I remember um, those days. Indeed. So um, the way I learned to really embrace networking was to take on leadership roles in addition to my day job that forced me to go outside my comfort zone and approach people to talk to them. So in my own case, I took on a role on a leadership team with an association for LGBT people on Wall Street and also my bank's own um, LGBT employee network. And part of why that worked in helping me embrace networking is that it taught me to lead with what makes me different. If I weren't gay, I'd be just uh-huh. not just another random white guy in finance. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and there, there are plenty of those, right? So um I was networking as the authentic version of myself, which is really important, but I also learned something about myself. And I think it can really help other people who are naturally shy or introverted like I am. Mm -hmm. When I have a specific defined role at a networking event, 
it's much easier for me to introduce myself to people. You know, hi, I'm Jared. I run our membership committee. I haven't seen you before. Do you have any questions about what we do? That kind of thing. Wow. Thank you for talking about the benefits of networking and tips you provided on how to do it. Something that I'm picking up, Erica, and I don't know if you're picking this up, but the plug for the employee resource groups. Yes. This just keeps popping up throughout our episode. So folks, I hope you are taking notes. So just a follow-up question, Jared. What are, you know, we talked about the benefits of networking, right? What are some networking mistakes? There are so many directions that we could go (laughs) in on this question. So I I will, um, I'll try to keep it brief, you know, three pet peeves that I have when people reach out to me to network. I'm sure you both have lots of people reaching out to you as well on LinkedIn. (laughs) And I'd start with saying, look, never try to sell something in your first outreach. Mm. Um, (laughs) So I, I don't even bother to respond, honestly, when someone DMs me on LinkedIn and says, hi, I want to sell you my software or I provide these services. Um, please contact me for a quote. But Same. I do. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do respond if someone says something like, hi, I'm working on a new product mm-hmm. and I'd like to get some input from someone in the field about its features. That's a, a softer way to maybe achieve the same end. Second pet peeve relates to people who maybe want a job at my bank. And Uh I mean, look, it's, it is hard to know how to start that conversation. The, the right way to do it is to show me that you have looked at our career site. You found a specific role Uh and you have some real questions for me about that opportunity. So don't just Great. say, hi, I'd like to work at your bank. Because then if mm-hmm. that's something you want me to do the work of finding you a job. Right. Yep. Third thing I'd say is that if you're too vague, that's another mm-hmm. reason I might not respond. So something like, what is it like to work at your bank is broad. It tells me you're probably asking 50 other people that same question at 50 different firms. But if you say something that shows that you are really thinking about where I work, if you say something like, can you help me understand the difference in culture between an investment bank and a consumer bank, that shows me that you are, you've been investing in trying to understand what I do. And I really appreciate that. Wow. So good tip. Let's not copy and paste folks. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Um, final question, Jared, how have you leveraged your network to help propel your career or even navigate the corporate space? Well, I, I think my answer ties back to what I was saying a couple of minutes ago about leading with what makes me different. And also just underscoring the point you made, Sashala, about the importance of employee networks. Um, right. I have used both formal and informal LGBT networks on Wall Street to find a job, um, get the inside track when I applied for those jobs. But then I also leverage employee networks to get to know people in other lines of business at my bank that I wouldn't ordinarily talk to. And I think as we're 
coming to the the end here, it's really important to say that when you're networking with the right mindset, it's not purely transactional. It's not just Mm. about, are you going to help me find my next job? You can actually make some awesome friends as well. And, you know, you both honestly are great examples of that. I mean, you've supported me through professional transitions and personal transitions and I think that, look, the corporate space is a much friendlier place when you have friends <laughs> where you Absolutely. work. So networking is great for, for so many reasons. Wow. I mean, well, I know we're tight on time, but folks, I hope you are taking notes. It's just so many good stuff that's coming from Jared. We're going to transition now over to Erica's recap corner. And Erica, I mean, I want to tell you, give us five bullets, but you got to give us one of your favorite, just your favorite part of this conversation. Oh my God, <laughs> this is not fair. Only one. Okay, listen, guys. Remember, professional um, development, keeping it succinct. <laughs> I got it. Look, okay, listen, folks, instead of doing my normal recap here, I'm going to honor your time, right? And make the most of this. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. cover one. So I love the point, Jared, that you raised. Network is more than transactional, right? Let's mm-hmm. think about how our relationship started and how we even thought of even, you know, connecting with you for this specific topic. We knew this based off of, you know, our relationship, right? So little story time, guys. I had an idea for an event, right, regarding the LGBT community that I I wasn't an, an expert in, right? So I reached out to someone that I knew who was part of the LGBT ERG in the firm that we were at. And shout out to Patricia, I hope you're listening. And she connected me with Jared. Jared was amazing. He had the right resources. He had the right knowledge. He is amazing at putting together networking events. We learned so much from him. And again, I mean, it was definitely more than transactional. It came together organically. And look, we're still connected and friends here. So, yep, that's my example there. All right. Thank you, Erica, for keeping it short and sweet for us because we are in now. Jared, you <laughs> are amazing. Thank you so much for stopping by and just dropping all that great knowledge for us. Um, and also thank you to our listeners for stopping in and listening to our podcast. If you have any questions that you need us to decode, send us a DM on Instagram, or you can email us at decodingcorporateamerica at gmail.com. And Jared, how can the good folks get in touch with you. Well, I know I mentioned LinkedIn a couple of times. Uh, my my <laughs> LinkedIn URL is, uh, is linkedin.com slash in slash Jared Spencer, all one word, J-A-R-E-D-S-P-E-N-C-E-R. And I look forward to talking to anyone. Awesome. Thank you, Jared. I am, we are wrapping up. I am Sashala. And I am Erica. Until next time. Until next time. Thank you.